Welcome to the e-commerce growth series. My name is Ronald Dodd, Chief Marketing Officer and partner at Visitor. Here today with another episode where I talk to Greg Banbury at Naked Wines. Greg is the co-founder and VP of Growth at Naked Wines. That's a super interesting story how he came to Naked Wines, working his way up the industry, and really being a company that's really disrupting the wine industry by selling wine online. We talked a lot about his story, the Naked Wines story, and really talked about the growth and marketing where I definitely nerded out with him for a little while. <laughs> we talked for around 40 minutes, and I feel like I have a highlight reel of quotes from him, uh, which I will be stealing. And we talked about a lot of interesting things from what it was like for him learning marketing e-commerce all while going from the UK to Australia, and eventually the US. What it was like for Naked Wines to enter new markets and how they learned on the fly. We talked about a really interesting customer acquisition strategy of using partnerships to uh, sell to each other's customer bases, which I thought was great. We talked about the importance of building community and how they get the customers involved in the decision-making process for funding new wines, which I thought was really fascinating. Had a really great quote from Greg too. Listen to customers' feedback and turn that into actionable change. I think so many merchants out there just listen to customers, but don't really do anything from it. And so I thought that was really important from him and love talking about that. And finally, we talked about his homepage quiz they made, which I thought was really innovative. And I know that you'll love to hear about it too. Enjoy. Thank you for joining the show, Greg. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thanks for having me, Ron. Um, so my name is Greg Banbury. Uh, I'm the VP of growth for nakedwines.com. Uh, we are a direct-to-consumer wine business here in the US. Um, I've actually been with the company for... Uh, coming up to 12 years since we started the business back in the UK. Um, it was, uh, I was very lucky to be part of a small but incredibly talented team of, of founding uh, founders uh, of Naked Wines back in 2008 in the UK. And then um, the journey has seen me move uh, to Australia back in 2012. Uh, where we started the company uh, down under, and then uh, most recently I moved to New York uh, to join the U.S. team and uh, find myself here now as uh, VP of Growth. I love it, and you have such a fascinating story going from different countries. Um, how has it been for you, just on a marketing level and getting to know different countries, going from UK to Australia to the U.S. and how have you adjusted for that? Yeah, great question. I think you know, um, really, as a marketer, our primary job is to get to know our customer. And, uh, and so really just trying to dig into to each market because they are different. Uh, consumer behaviors are different. Uh, the profiles of the customers are different and the competitive landscape is, is different. Um, and so it definitely takes uh, some getting used to when, when you move. But fortunately, I've always been surrounded by some uh, very experienced locals uh, to, give me, uh, to give me a good steer. But um, I think, you know, like I said, it's really it's about getting to know your customer. You know, the, the tactics um, and strategies may not change, but it, it, you definitely have to adapt uh, to, to the market you're in, the conditions of the market and, uh, and, and, and the customers that you're trying to serve. Yeah, I love it. And I could agree more. You have to really adapt to that human behavior. I'm really excited to talk a lot more about human behavior. Um, down the road. Um, and so with that, you've had a lot of different roles and it looks like you almost moved into marketing roles. And as someone who's been in e-commerce marketing, I know how hard it is to learn. So how have you really adjusted coming from a non-marketing e-commerce role and, and getting exposed to those different roles? Yeah, great question. I, again, I think um, the most important thing for me is has always been finding great mentors and, and people to learn from. 
Um, I was never really an academic and, and still to this day, I, I, I would much rather work than, than read and, and, and sort of mirror people and, and learn from people and listen to people than, uh, than read from a book. So uh, really for me, it's been an, uh, about surrounding myself with, with, you know, really talented people. And um, I think my, my, uh, my CEO, CEO and founder of Naked, uh, Rowan Gormley, would always say that I was very curious. And that curiosity was was something that helped me learn uh, along the way. But of course, you know, you can't uh, you can't do that without being surrounded by great people. So, um, you know, definitely uh, finding great mentors. I've been lucky enough to have uh, two professionally that have been just outstanding for me. Two outstanding marketers uh, in in the way that they approach challenges and and, and problems and. Uh, the kind of lessons that they've learned, uh, they've taught me along the way, have, have really helped form me as a, a as, as a marketer. Um, so yeah, I, I think the key is 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 finding uh, great people uh, and and always having a mentor. I think would be would be my uh, my my biggest learning there. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I think mentors are so important. I've had the same over the course of my career that I've been role models not only professionally but also personally. You know, um, I know that a lot of people out there want to have mentors, but they don't really know go about it. So I'm curious, what's your take on how does one even go into finding a mentor? Yeah, I mean, I guess I've just been incredibly lucky in that the, the, the two people that I count as mentors were were, were both uh, just bosses of mine. Um, you know, admittedly, the first one, I, I, I definitely uh, was seeking out a mentor and, and had... Um, you know, had had learned of of their past and 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 who they had worked for and the kind of company that they had been uh, involved with. You know, I I wanted to make sure I was around entrepreneurial thinkers, uh, people who uh, were going to challenge this the status quo. And so, you know, you, you've got to do your research and 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 find out. You know, where where have these people worked? What kind of environment have they been in? Um, you know, and 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 do yourself do you see yourself wanting to to, to mirror those people? Um, and you know, ultimately, I had to with the first one, I had to take a you know a, a really entry level job. Um, you know, I started my life in in in, in the call center. Uh, you know, at, at replying to um, emails and and answering the phones, and you know that obviously was was not my dream job, um, but it gave me it gave me access to. The team of people that I wanted to be around, um, and and so, you know, that notion of, of investing in your own career, I guess, um, uh, for me certainly has 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 paid off. I love it. I love it. I can very much relate to entry level jobs. I was a cart attendant for Target when I was younger, and a uh, sandwich arts at Subway. So I know how that goes. We're very <laughs> way up the ladder. <laughs> That's it. You gave a little sneak peek about Naked Wines, but could you give us a little bit overview of Naked Wines and really how you guys separate yourselves from competitors in the online wine business? Yeah, definitely. Um, so really, Naked Wines, um, when we started the business, we, we, we could see that the two most important people in the industry, the winemaker and the wine drinker, were getting the worst deal. And, and, and we thought that there had to be a better way uh, of doing business. And, and so really that's, that's uh, been our purpose uh, for, for, for this entire time that, that, that we've been uh, building the company up. Uh, it's been about connecting winemakers uh, with uh, some of the best winemakers in the world now that we're working with uh, directly with everyday wine, wine drinkers. 
Uh, and we do that by, um, by enabling and empowering winemakers to do what they do best, which is make wine. Uh, and we give them a path to market that removes all of the things that uh, either they don't want to do or that, you know, they're just not suited to doing. Um, so we, we take care of all of the distribution. We actually fund uh, our winemakers um, to, to, to help with the, the production of the, of the wine. Um, we do all the customer service. You know, we take care of all of the marketing and, 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 and the finance and all that sort of stuff. And so the winemaker is free to focus on just making incredible wine. Um, and you know, the other thing that happens when you remove and free up all of their time and, and, and provide the, 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 the funding is that, that the wine actually can taste better. Um, so it can cost less to make and, and it will end up tasting better. They, they spend more time in the winery, uh, less time, uh, you know, in spreadsheets and, and traveling, uh, trying to sell their wine. And, and so the product ends up tasting a lot better and, and, and what, what, what we then do is pass those savings uh, and those benefits onto our customers. So, you know, a, a differentiated product in, in that it tastes a lot more expensive than, than it is. Uh, and for that reason, we end up with, with very loyal customers. And that loyalty from our customers means that we can then confidently go and back more winemakers. And so where we find ourselves today, 12 years in is uh, uh, just over a half a million uh, customers around the world in the UK, Australia, and, and the US. Um, winemakers in uh, over 20 countries uh, producing over 500 wines. Um, and, you know, it's it's just been an incredible journey to, to this point. Um, and now as we start to see more and more people change their shopping behaviours um, through more recent challenging times of, of, of lockdown and 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 um, and coronavirus, we've seen uh, we've seen a lot of people move from buying their wine in the store to buying their wine online. So it's uh, it's it's been an incredibly interesting time for us. Yeah, I can only imagine. It, it's really funny. I was looking at just um, stocks the other day, and I particularly I watched the e-commerce stocks, and it's really funny now that Q Q two have come out their earnings. Pretty much every e-commerce business, whatever their earnings were expected, their their actual is just like almost two or three times that. You know, <laughs> so it's really funny seeing like how this human behavior has changed so rapidly. And as someone, you know, that's a consumer of wine, I would have never thought that you could buy wine online two years ago. So is there anything you guys have really done to really try to switch people's thinking of, hey, you can actually buy wine online, you can get great opportunity of selections of wine online. Is there anything particular you're doing to help change that mindset? Yeah, I mean, I think just to your point, um, you know, the, the data backs up exactly your your feeling, right? I think the US consumer was always apprehensive about buying wine online, perhaps didn't even know that they could or that it was legal to buy your wine online, um, but it is. Um, and you know, we, we were confident in in a in a change uh, in in that adoption of online wine buying because we'd seen it in the UK and we'd seen it in in Australia. Um, so I think that the, the number was like five percent that online had of 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 the market share in the US. Um, and and just through um you know the general consumer shift to buying online um over the past three months with lockdown measures you know we've seen that five percent in the us increase to something closer to 20 percent um and so you know we 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 
we've seen those behaviors change. Obviously, you know, we've lent in to uh, to raising the awareness of, of of naked wines as the awareness of the category has has grown. So, you know, obviously we're spending investing more in new customer acquisition across, you know, all, all, all of the channels that that you know we we invest in are, are all data driven channels. So the availability of media and the awareness of our category has meant that we've been able to really accelerate growth. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the awareness, I think across uh, a multitude of, of, of products for buying online, um, you know, people are saying, Oh, well, actually, if I'm buying all of this other stuff online, I can probably buy my wine online as well. And when they do, they find, you know, that the convenience of having the wine dropped at your front door, as opposed to having to carry that big case, uh, back from the store is obviously much more convenient and and you know and then because of the uh the kind of businesses like ours that are out there that are trying to disrupt the industry you know they often find a much more interesting and engaging shopping experience um uh, with, with with a much better product uh when they actually pour it into the glass and something i want to ask you what kind of customer acquisition strategies are you all using are you using a lot of media with social media google or you know, any other strategies you're doing that are successful? Yeah, so, you know, we, we're definitely investing in in paid social and paid search. Um, you know, th- th- there's, there's, there's a lot of media available there. Um, and, you know, we have an interesting story to tell. And, and those platforms enable you to, you know, to creatively tell a consumer what, what you know, why your business and what why should they um, change their behaviors. Um, so they've been very successful for us, you know, obviously, as other advertisers left those marketplaces, um, it became, uh, it became made sense for us to kind of lean into those. But I think one space for us that that, that has always delivered, um, and, and one that I personally enjoy being involved with is partnerships with with other businesses. So other consumer businesses, um, who cannot sell their customers wine, um, but for whom it is definitely true that their customers are drinking wine. Um, and so we, we will partner with them uh, uh, to bring you know, a great wine offer to their customers uh, and, and help drive you know, some kind of behavior uh, that's beneficial to the partner. Maybe it's an acquisition or a retention play or just a surprise and delight or a, or a reward. Um, and so, you know, companies that, 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 that works well with would be, you know, uh, homeware companies, gardening companies, um, anything to do with food, uh, travel, you know, basically, um, we're, we're trying to find companies, uh, where the, there's a shared interest base with, with wine drinkers. And, 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 and the interesting thing is, you know, not many, uh, people would list wine as, as their maybe top three top two interests but they would definitely list things like home sport garden travel those kind of things and so we try and find companies that 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 have customers similar to the ones that we're trying to recruit and we'll partner and and sometimes we'll promote them to our our customers on a reciprocal basis um and other times we'll 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 work out some kind of deal but but often it's it's much more efficient for both of us to you know swap a customer uh, than it is to go and pay Facebook. I've never really heard of that, and that's so interesting. I'm sure from a partnership standpoint, the food subscription boxes are a uh, really big um, focal point for that partnership. Am I correct in that assumption? We yes, we definitely partner with uh, with those kind of businesses. And again, you know, 
that their customers would would already be shopping online. They're, they're subscription customers, so they're probably you know high value customers. Um, so yeah, it's just about trying to find those like minded businesses. Obviously, where there's no uh, no no competitive edge uh, to what we're trying to do. So uh, you know, it, it works out as a, a kind of win win re- relationship for for both sides. Speaking of subscription businesses, you all are pretty unique because you have a subscription, but you also do a la carte. And I always found that interesting because I always thought there are so many subscription businesses that could be successful if they sold a la carte. So you could just tell us a little bit how that kind of relationship works with your company. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is a little different. You're right. Um, w- w- the easiest way to think of, of Naked Minds is, and a lot of people do describe us as a subscription business in as much as there is a recurring $40 a month uh, charge to your credit card, but that is not a fee, um, nor do we just ship you uh, a case of wine every month. Um, Instead, that $40 is like a prepayment. So the money is yours to spend, um, but when you want to spend it and on the wines that you want to spend it on, and so you're right that our customers do choose their own wines, uh, but the forty dollars a month is, you know, a small commitment to us, um, so that we can go and make large commitments to to winemakers. And really, that's how you know the um, the, the, the this business model uh, kind of self powers itself is, you know, that virtuous circle of uh, we have loyal customers who are prepaying us for their wine in, in the form of $40 a month uh, 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 credit into their account. And then, you know, after three months, they want to spend it. They've got, you know, $120 in their account. Uh, meanwhile, that money has been off and, and has, has been funding, you know, buying fruit, uh, you know, in, in the Napa Valley or buying new barrels for a winemaker in Oregon. And then, you know, the, these these beautiful uh, wines are available for them uh, when they want to come and order. So it is a bit of a hybrid, uh, of the two. Um, you're right, but, um, that is, that is how it works. And that is what we find is, is, uh, is what our customers enjoy. Yeah. I find that so interesting. Um, just a really good example off the top of my head is, um, BarkBox that has the dog subscription, uh, brand and they sell dog toys online, dog treats, and they have the subscription box, but then they started the e-commerce storefront to sell products individually. I've actually heard a lot of e-commerce businesses that are traditional retailers, um, you know, selling the a la carte, you know, menu items (laughs) that we're very custom seen with e-commerce businesses trying to adopt a more subscription uh, model. So I feel like you all are very revolutionary with the way that you're approaching subscription and just e-commerce in general. Yeah, thanks, Ron. I mean, I I think, you know, we we came from a world of of traditional wine subscription. And and I think most people are familiar with with wine clubs that, that just ship you a case of wine you know, every month or so, and, you know, you've, you've no choice over what goes into the box and, you know, how did the wine club decide what goes into the box? You know, is it the highest margin wines or is it the best quality wines, you know? Um, and what we found there was, you know, you, you may end up, uh, you know, uh, seeing some good short-term results, but really there was no, um, you know, long-term loyalty from, from your customers. It was, it was kind of uh, on the customer to to cancel until you know, and, and wine would just keep turning up until until they cancelled. Um, 
And so we flipped that on its head and said, no, we're going to, we're going to build a business that's focused on, 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 on loyalty and, and lifetime value. And, you know, that meant combining the, you know, the, the value and uh, uh, that, that, um, that subscription and, and, and this, the kind of economies of scale that subscription can drive. But with that, uh, with that consumer choice uh, and allowing, especially with something as, as personal to your taste as, as wine, allowing people to, to choose both the, the wines they want to drink and the frequency at which they want to, to order has been, uh, has been definitely a, a big part of, of what makes Naked different. Yeah, I think that's important too. I can tell you as someone who's getting older, my frequency of drinking wine has definitely diminished. So <laughs> I very much appreciate that. Then the standard, you have to get 10 <laughs> bottles a month and you have to drink them all because you get another 10 coming next month. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about and uh, something to excite about, I think I saw the word community all over your, your uh, website at least 20 times and you're just kind of sparked my interest when you're talking about lifetime value. I know that community is big for you, building this community of wineries and customers. How have you really built that community, if you will, and how's that helped you all grow? So, you know, traditionally, again, go back to when we were building the business, you know, really understanding who our customers were and, and also, you know, what did our winemakers want? And, you know, traditionally, a winemaker gets one point of contact with with their the end drinker, and that is through a buyer or through a distributor or, or through a restaurant owner or sommelier. And so when we decided that we were going to connect you know the 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 best winemakers in the world with with uh with everyday wine drinkers it became apparent that we were going to need a platform that really enabled you know a, a full-on conversation between between the two and that's what we built so uh, uh you 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 become a customer of, of naked wines we call you an angel because you're helping you know to fund the production of these great wines and um you know as soon as you log onto the website you'll see uh, winemaker profiles you can um you know you can scan the the label of your your favorite bottle and and up will pop the 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 face of the winemaker in the mobile app and you can actually send the winemaker direct feedback um and you know as i said before with with over 500,000 uh, customers now around the world we our winemakers are are hearing plenty of feedback from our customers and so you know really is a, a, a true community um, our, our customers talk to one another our winemakers uh, certainly talk to one another and then of course you have this direct one-on-one -on -one feedback from from consumer to producer um, which really is I guess the, the magic um, behind nakedwines.com um, is is that the, the, the people that 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 enable everything, um, you know, are, are brought together in this fantastic community. And, you know, how, how does that play out into a, in, in a business sense is, well, um, you know, the winemakers receive feedback on their wines every year. They can use that. That is actionable feedback that they use to make the wine taste better the following year. Um, and they get that feedback both qualitatively through, you know, uh, conversation and, and also quantitatively through our, our wine rating platform you know we have over 25 million uh ratings uh for, from our customers on our wines and so you know it, it is a true online community we um you know it, when times allow we, we we try and uh take it offline as much as possible our, our angels are always welcome at at cellar doors and you know in in our uk business for example do a do a phenomenal tasting tour every year where they uh they have a tour bus and the winemakers fly in from all around the world and they get driven to pretty much every major city in the UK for a for a good old fashioned tasting. Um, 
which which ironically aren't like old-fashioned tastings they're uh you know they're, they're a uniquely naked wines kind of event where where the winemakers and the customers come together but you know it's, it's an absolutely brilliant community and we've seen uh phenomenal kind of ripple effects from from building it which don't limit themselves to commercial uh success but either for you know for us or for the winemakers but also you know um helping out when communities are in are in need um you know so you you, you may have seen our angels you know come together to help out when there are wildfires um in california as there have been this year um but also the the wildfires down in australia um our uh, our customers also uh, help to support um, and feed uh, uh, school children in, in Cape Town uh, through a phenomenal winemaker, um, Carmen Stevens, who uh, is, is one of our rock star winemakers. Uh, Carmen was actually the first uh, black female winemaker to graduate winemaking college in South Africa. And so um, she, she does wonders in her local community and, and through the Naked Wines community, we've been able to support that as well. So community really is uh, a big part of, of what we do um, and a big part of what Naked Wines is um, and, and something that makes me very proud to be involved with the organization. Yeah, that's amazing. As someone who's actually uh, been evacuated from a forest fire, I'm uh, very appreciative of the work oh, that wow. you're doing there. Yeah, it was in California. We we're actually going to go and do a wine tasting in Napa Valley, but unfortunately, we we're unable to do so. So uh, I'm very, very happy to hear that you are doing that. And it sounds like they're great causes, especially the one in uh, Cape Cod. So something we talked about um, pre-show a lot is about reinvesting your customers and you know giving back to these communities. Can you tell us a little bit how you reinvested in your customers? Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think the the, the the thing that we're focused on right now is is really trying to make our wines taste, you know, as good as they can, uh, and really investing in in our winemakers and and in our products because you know ultimately that's what that's what our business is about. That's what our customers come to us for. And you know, if you true if you truly want to uh, be a disruptor within an industry, you know, that your product, whatever it may be. Um, just needs to be uh, incredible quality and an incredible value. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how slick your website is, or you know, uh, if you have the, the latest technology in your mobile app, or you know, whatever it may be. You know, if the product doesn't, if the, if the product isn't high quality, um, then you know your customers aren't going to stick around. And so, I think that really for us um, right now, uh, you know, we're seeing you know obviously huge demand for our product. That puts pressures and stresses on 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 our supply chain, and 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 so you know really we're we're doing a lot right now to focus on um, bringing high quality products to to all of these new customers that we are we've seen come through the door, and 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 of course all of our our existing customers as as well. Um, and uh, you know we've been able to bring on some phenomenal winemakers through through this time as well. Um, you know real top winemaking talent who perhaps. Uh, have seen their traditional method of of of, uh, of sales, you know, uh, slow down. You know, obviously restaurants have been closed and, uh, and 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 orders have been slow for 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 some channels. And and so we've been able, we've been very proud to, to sort of been able to step in and and pick up some top winemaking talent uh, to to come in and uh, you know and 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 really make sure that our customers are getting you know, the best wines that they, that they can for the, for their money. Um, 
you know, it's just a good, it's just good business sense, right? Those customers are going to stick around uh, longer yep. if the product tastes good. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, for us, it's about um, you know ensuring that our customers are having the best possible experience, and that all starts with uh, what's in the glass. Yeah, I could agree more. I'm sure in your business retention is so important as well. It, outside of just having a great product and, you know, obviously the amazing community you all built, um, is there anything else you're trying to get customers engaged to, you know, keep improving your retention rates? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess for us, um, in, engagement is key in, in retention. It's, it's not just about when people are placing their next order. Um, we try as much as possible to involve our customers in big decision-making processes. Um, and so, you know, if we were going to um, fund a, a, an entirely new winemaker, we would, uh, you know, we would often go out and, and ask the community what, what they wanted us to do. Um, and, you know, that, that kind of uh, level of engagement with, with our customers, uh, I think, you know, has been another key factor in, in driving retention um, but you know, nothing really tops the quality of the product, right? We have to, we have to have high quality wine. Uh, we have to listen to our customers' feedback and, 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 and turn that into actionable change. And, you know, you, you, you have to watch the, the data points, right? And, and we, you know, we, we are a data driven business. Um, you know, you have to, uh, pay attention to what your customers are doing, what they're telling you, how they're behaving. Um, and, and roll that into a, to a retention strategy. Um, you know, I think the other thing, you know, I have to give a shout out to our phenomenal customer service teams uh, around the world. They, they, they really do have an incredible passion for, for looking after our customers and, and, and for our business and, and for supporting our winemakers. And so, you know, inevitably things will go wrong. Um, you know, parcels will go missing, bottles will get broken. And, um, it's, but it's about how you respond to that. And we have an absolutely wonderful group of people um, on live chat, phones and emails uh, responding to our customers and making sure that they're the best looked after in the industry. So, yeah, definitely have to shout out our customer happiness team as well. Speaking of parcels going missing, <laughs> one thing that I just can't wrap my head around is how you coordinate really all of the logistics for this company. I mean, what's it like managing... And I'm sure you, you don't do it personally, but was it like being a company that manages such a complex uh, distribution network, trying to get wines from wineries <laughs> to the customer's doorstep and having to ID them? Probably, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it's a, it's quite the task. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't want me doing it. Um, we, we, we definitely have uh, a fantastic <laughs> team of people doing uh uh, doing all of our operations, uh, supply chain. Um, yeah, you're right. Look, the U.S. is a large uh, is a large country. It's um, you know it, we we wanted to get wine to people quickly, so we actually have you know anywhere between a two and four day uh, delivery time, depending on you know if you're in a major city in the U.S. Though you, you, you know here in New York, I get my wine in in 48 hours uh, from from order, which is pretty incredible. Uh, for, for online wine, especially in an a la carte, as you say, um, where people can, can kind of pick one of this and two of that, five of these, you know, uh, every box is different, really. Um, and so the way that we do that is we have, you know, we, we decentralize the, the supply chain, we have distribution centers across the country. Um, and so, you know, your order gets sent to 
the, the distribution center closest to you and then you know the uh, UPS or FedEx people will, will will take it to your front door and yes you know of course you have uh, you have to be over 21 we uh, require uh, ID upon delivery that's kind of the, the law in, in 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 the US and and so our courier partners take care of all of that uh, albeit there is also age verification on the website when you order so you know um, it is it is uh, you know it's a very safe way to buy um, your, your your alcohol, um, and yeah, and then it's it's picked and packed at, at one of our four locations across the country, uh, put into a, a nakedwines.com cardboard box, and then uh, delivered to your front door. Hopefully, within a couple of days. I'm sure it's really difficult, you know, like you're talking about. It's safe to buy wine online. I feel like there's definitely some hurdles you probably have had to overcome throughout, you know, the years. Um, educating people that this is delivered doorstep, you just have to, you know, show a valid ID, those things. So how do you really focus on, you know, educating potential customers and then also educating your current customers on new products and what strategies do you use to really keep them all engaged? Yeah, I mean, I guess um, social has been, social media has been great for our, our you know, speaking with our, our existing customer base. Um, we often feature the winemakers themselves. You know, we like to get out of the way and, and, and let, you know, certainly the wine education come from, from the experts, from, from, from our winemakers, um, you know, and um, I guess pe people are looking with wine for, you know, for, for, for safe, safe discovery, right? Like people like to try new wines, I guess, you know, I always like it to trying to find new music. Um, and so you kind of, there's, 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 there's a, a few different ways you can you can do that and 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 we have some interesting ones i think because people become uh you know affiliated with a particular winemaker at naked wines then they will stick with that winemaker um and if even if that winemaker makes you know you might have tried her sauvignon blanc um but she also makes a chenin and a merlot and so you know they might may not be wines that you would traditionally try but because you you know you back uh, you know, Alex Farber, the winemaker, you're going to try every wine that she makes. Um, and so, you know, very sort of uh, unorthodox ways that, that we find people uh, try new wines with, with Naked and, and certainly being, being um, uh, you know, loyal to a winemaker is, is one of them. Um, but, you know, also, we, we, you know, the winemakers are constantly posting uh, really interesting things from, from, the, from the vineyard, from the winery, um, you know, from the, the bottling process. So it's there if people want to consume it, the, the, the content is there and it's, it's absolutely fascinating. Um, and so, you know, really it's for us, it's been about getting out of the way and letting the winemakers um, uh, talk, talk directly with, with our customers. Um, and, 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 and all we have to do is, is amplify that content. That's, that's our job. Um, and, 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 and get out of the way and let, let the experts do the talking. It's something that I was really taken back by just how cool of an idea it was kind of on the education, um, thought process is the questionnaire you have when you go to your homepage to get that first, um, product discount, because I think it's so interesting in a multitude of reasons. A it's interesting because you're doing that because generally people want to give people a discount and get that first purchase as quickly as possible, capture an email, but you make the customer go through a few hoops on education. I, I thought it was really genius. Can you tell us a little bit more about that questionnaire you have on your homepage and how that's helped? Yeah. So we, we do have a questionnaire on the, or a quiz on the homepage. Um, yeah, I think there's maybe five or six questions. Um, each question is, is 
you know, designed to give you some kind of insight into either the wine industry or how we solve a problem that exists in the wine industry. And the reason that that's important is what we're doing is not um, is not typical, right? We've, we've, I've, I've kind of explained how the business works. It takes a little while to, 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 to explain. And so if we were to just present you with an offer, then uh, what we found, uh, as I said before, you know, letting the data uh, be the guide is, you know, people would, would not read and they would not understand um, exactly what, what was going on. And, and so they would not stick around, right? And, and as I said before, we're in the, the, the business of, 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 uh, of creating lifetime value from, from our customers. And we, you know, we want you to buy your wine from us forevermore. And so, you know, you need to understand uh, a little bit about uh, why we're different and how we're solving the problems in the industry, and and it was through a lot of rigorous testing and uh, and and a lot of head scratching because, as you pointed out, you know, most marketers would uh, would want to remove clicks and remove barriers between um, you know the, on the path to purchase, but you know we found through testing and through uh, through paying attention to the data that the, the the questionnaire and the quiz you know delivered better quality customers um and uh you know for for that we are uh very grateful to uh to to have stumbled across that 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 win um and yeah just uh i think you know that that educational piece up front in the funnel uh just prevents people from from just thinking it's a deal on wine and that you know they actually understand that what we're doing here is really quite different it's such a great idea. And I'm so glad that you all, you know, at first thought of this idea and then also thought to A-B test it. And you've provided so many great quotes for me to steal too <laughs> today. Um, what, would you, uh, what would you suggest for anyone that's new to e-commerce or even digital marketing? I would get out there and just research uh, as many of these great companies that are popping up all over the place. Um, there's a lot of disruption going on. There's a lot of smart people. Um, you know, and, and if you're looking, I guess, to start your own, uh, business and, 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 and try and fix, you know, look for the, look for the broken, uh, look for the, 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 the things that are broken and, and try and come up with a better solution. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a ton of great companies out there at the moment, challenging the status quo. Um, uh, and so I would, I would just encourage you to get, get out there, research, read through everyone's website, sign up. Uh, try and cancel. You know, see how different people are are, are, are playing around with uh, you, you know with product, with front end, with UX and UI, uh, and, and different business models. Because there's some there's some really great businesses out there. I mean, I'm a complete sucker for anything subscription. Um, I get my coffee bags uh, delivered through Trade Coffee. You know, I have my HelloFresh delivery. Um, I even have my fresh clean teas delivered, my t-shirts, you know, just, there's just some fantastic businesses out there that, um, that, that, that are operating, you know, really great business models. So um, I, I would say just get out there and, and, and research because um, there's, there's, there's plenty of fantastic examples. Um, you know, podcasts are a great way to, to come across these businesses as well. So thank you very much for having me on and letting me uh, tell the story of Naked Wines, give, give more people a chance to, to hear about how we're going and what we're doing. Um, but yeah, just um, get out and, 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 and research. Thanks for being on our show today. Uh, one last question though, before I let you go, what do you view as the future of e-commerce? <laughs> 
I think, you know, there's just been such a seismic shift to e-commerce in the last few months. I think we're kind of still trying to figure that out. But, you know, it's clear that uh, the genie is not going back in the bottle um, and that, you know, pe people, once they've tried uh, e-commerce, that, you know, that they're not going back to, to, to the store, the value, the convenience um, uh, that, that, that it can provide. You know, I think that, uh, the way that companies use data to personalize um, what they're offering to you is 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 still, you know, really, um, you know, hasn't hasn't reached its potential. And you'll see, you know, lots of companies now are, are hiring, you know, incredibly talented data scientists to help make what they're offering their customers an even better experience. And so I think the future is, uh, is, is incredibly exciting for, for, for e-commerce, um, not, not just for, you know, the value and convenience, but, you know, just the, the, the overall experience that we can provide um, that you, ju you know, you just can't get uh, in, in store um, is, is going to be fascinating to watch. And I think so many people never bought online before, whether it's groceries, you know, whatever, Amazon, et cetera. I think they have bought online and they thought, wow, that was really easy. And that worked out really well. I don't think that they're going to be going back to retail. So it's funny how this COVID whole situation has accelerated e-commerce. So I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. And, and, and it's only going to get better, you know, as technology improves and, you know, what the, the, the warehousing setups and the, the courier networks, you know, these are all still uh, areas that are ripe for disruption and, you know, Amazon really, of course, leading leading the charge. Um, but you know, deliveries are going to get faster. They're going to get more reliable. Uh, the choice of product is going to continue to 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 to, to widen. Um, and you know, uh, you know, it's it's again very very exciting time to be in e-commerce. Well, Greg, thank you for being on the show today. Hey, thanks very much for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank you for joining the e-commerce growth series, and a big thank you to Greg Banbury at Naked Wines. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at ron at and we'll see you next time.